0: so welcome to uh, coffee with clavier going to be a series on talking obviously about coffee and kind of how it relates to your average person how you can make it and like what does coffee mean to you the people in your life and you know what can we get out of coffee because right i think it's a lot more than just a, a drink it's uh, a lifestyle it's you know an industry there's a lot more to coffee and I'm going to share my thoughts in this uh, podcast and yeah that's going to be what this series is about I'm going to try and do a episode a week to uh, share with you guys so I guess I'll give a little introduction uh, I've been drinking coffee for probably about 15 years and I have been in the coffee industry for about two years now, and I you know love coffee a lot. I've done a lot of coffee tastings, coffee cuppings, and just love to you know try the different flavors, appreciate them, and also share them with other people. Now, you might think, okay, why why are you spelling uh, coffee so weird?" Uh, Two reasons. Uh, One for the alliteration, obviously. Like coffee and clavi are both with a K, so um, that seemed a natural fit. Uh, I love myself a nice little, you know, play on words or uh, things like that. So kind of on theme for me. Uh, But I'm from New York as well. So, uh, you know, growing up, coffee, right? You can kind of tell how I say the word, uh, is. Um, with the New York accent, Long Island, or that Long Island accent as well. So, that's kind of where that's coming from. My whole life I've been made fun of, you know, saying coffee, chocolate, uh, stuff like that. And usually in those words with that aw sound, the the New York uh, comes out to play. Um, so, that's where the coffee comes from. So, I thought it was a nice homage to kind of where I'm from. And also the culture of New York in that, you know... I think it's just such a standard thing here to say oh let's grab a cup of coffee or let's get a cup of coffee you can see it in movies people are grabbing coffee and uh, enjoying it uh, in different ways and i think one way for me that you know i realized coffee wasn't exactly as i thought it around the world i uh, was during traveling uh you know when you in new york you get a cup of coffee you're getting you know drip coffee brewed coffee Whereas um, when I went to Europe or Australia, um, espresso style coffee, right? You're getting your espresso macchiato. Uh, not Starbucks macchiato, but uh, actual macchiato. It's a little bit of milk on top of the espresso, cappuccino, latte, and you know all those kind of drinks. Uh, same in Japan as well. Uh, and the, you know you can get drip coffee. Uh, but it's like a different kind of thing, right? So it tastes a little bit different or that would be closer to an Americano, right? The coffee with the just hot water. So I think that that for me has been an interesting experience and in seeing how like coffee in New York is, right? You go to New York City, Queens, Brooklyn, Long Island, you get a small coffee. And I think part of what I want to inspire people as well is that, you know, coffee doesn't have to be a, like a crappy cup, right? You, you can go to anywhere and get coffee, right? In New York, it's wherever you go. like Bagel shop, 7-Eleven, uh, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, a local cafe. Um, you can get it. It's it's not an issue. But I really want to help people understand that you don't have to drink that okay cup of coffee, right? You can uh, make your own that tastes better, is a higher quality bean, you know could be single origin, could be a blend. But it's made and it, it tastes better, right? Like you can definitely taste the difference in a good versus bad cup. And that that's definitely part where I want to educate people on and it's not that hard. Right? You can still have your 7-Eleven coffee or Starbucks or whatever like right if it fits in your day, it's easy to meet up with someone, you know, you're there's plenty of good reasons to get coffee in those ways or you want to support a local cafe and Whatever they're serving, you know, it's great to support. What I want to educate specifically is that you can easily make a great cup of coffee and you know, whatever brew method you choose at home and it'll be great. And it doesn't have to be like a large amount of coffee either either. It can be, you know, a small amount, like I'm having right now a and for me I use the AeroPress every day for my first cup, and it comes out great. I do want to try and dissuade people from using the um, you know machines. I, I don't really like them. I think it kind of you know it's kind of a blunt instrument to making good coffee. But you know if that's what you know your first step is in the process, then great. You know you do that and you'll make whatever coffee you need to make. But I would like to <laughs> encourage you to try and use an arrow press or, you know, you can do a pour over, right. Pour over is the same exact, uh, brewing method with the machine. Just, you know, you have a little more control with it. You can do the chemics as well. Same thing you can do French press, super easy. You know, you let it sit four minutes. You're good to go. You can do espresso you know, espresso machines, a little more equipment intensive, but doable as well. Uh, and. Right, you can get that same great delicious coffee, you know, whatever way you choose and wherever, which I think for me is another, like important, like it doesn't have to be, oh crap, I have to go here to get the coffee. You can have anytime, anywhere. You just need your equipment, your beans. Um, they could be ground ahead of time or you can grind them closer to, which is better. And that's kind of where I'm coming from. I want, right, to help encourage, People to do their own thing with coffee, right? It's it's not just about the coffee itself, right? You want to enjoy, right? You know, maybe your first cup or stuff, but right. It's such a thing where we say in the world today, just let's grab a cup of coffee, let's meet up. You know, you know, the saying of let's meet at Starbucks, you know, for business, for dates, for hanging out with old friends, catching up. So right, that tradition of the coffee over you know, as a bonding experience and as sort of a, you know, ritual, it can make huge differences in our lives. And it's an easy way to meet up with someone and talk about life, make a difference, be there for someone, just hang out. And I think coffee does offer a really nice way to get people together. Also on theme for me would be it's like a healthier way to uh, do something, right? You can pair it with walking. Coffee is not well. Coffee, as I know it, is not high calorie. Uh, if you look at some of these drinks you can get at Starbucks, yeah, they're they're um, they're monstrosities, as I I like to call them. It's I accept it. You know, if you want to drink your, you know, white mocha, whatever, at like three to five hundred calories, of frappuccino. Okay, you're drinking. Uh, sugared milk with a slight taste of coffee that's fine right if that's what you like you enjoy it like great enjoy what you enjoy just like realize that's not coffee coffee flavored stuff but not like coffee coffee whereas like you know right it, we're trying to work towards this more like european style of like you know bonding and getting to know people And that, that's really what i want to encourage as well and that just Hey, if you have time, yeah, like, get your brew game on, and you can also maybe spend more time with friends, right? That's a great thing. If COVID has taught us anything, you know, life, life happens, but there's some constants in life too, right? There's your friends, your family, there's coffee, food, right? Sure, we were isolated and not able to do things like we like to, but... Now we could do them in a new way, a different way, maybe the similar way, but just uh, right. what's important to you. And I think that's the other thing I would like to especially stress, you know, you can make coffee, whatever you want it to be. Uh, you can find that for yourself and if that means, you know, you're going to make your French press in the morning for you and your family, great. If that means you're going to maybe grab a cup of coffee on the weekend, great. Whatever that looks like, great. Make it happen, and you can, you know, listen to this, have a little laugh, maybe learn a little something, you know, maybe enjoy coffee while listening to this, and I hope this information-slash-discussion can help um, inspire—I was inspired in in part by the Starbucks sort of mission statement, which does, in fact, like— Right, aligned with this same exact thing. Obviously Starbucks is more of a, a corporation now. So they have their own. Own things they have to do. And it makes sense. They're a company. You know, there's sh- shareholders. They have to support a whole system of. Workers all the way from the farm. To. You know. Your barista at the local. Uh, Starbucks. And that's you know. That's a great thing, right? If you if you think of the infrastructure of Starbucks, it isn't isn't just a company. It's right a whole network of people that right. You really have to take a step back and look at okay, right context of COVID, right? All these supply chains and crap. But then you apply that to, that to like every industry. Specifically, I'm talking about coffee, but right there's the farmer all the way at the beginning of this process who harvests the bean and that's honestly it's crazy. It really is crazy that how much work goes into getting your, your beans really, really insane. How many hands it has to literally be touched by to get picked, harvested, you know, processed, then eventually, you know, quality control ship. Then eventually it's the roaster and the roaster will roast the coffee you know, light, medium, dark, and bring out different flavor profiles, which is a whole other uh, art and aspect of coffee, which I think is often overlooked. Because, like, right, we, you think farmer, we think, okay, that, we think at the end product, which we see. But the roasting is something that is interesting, too, because, right, there's a lot of science, a little bit of art, um, as with most... most great things Uh, it's not all art or not all science you need a little bit of that you know a little bit of flair of both to really get something special so that that's um that's a cool thing i think it's you know interesting that the coffee you get really has touched so many different hands and it really kind of is a miracle in a way that we get to enjoy this every day Right, if you go back, you know, 400 years or whatever, you know, we're talking about exploration time when coffee was, you know, more or less discovered and then brought to the world. Um, right, regardless of looking at, like, the exact history of how coffee got to us as it is now and who developed it and such. But, right, the idea that, right, this modern miracle of, you know, coffee which we can, you know, we can have very easily. We want the store, we can order it online. Uh, so we're kind of in a golden age of just having access to good coffee. Also access to crappy coffee. That's also equally do easy to you, know, you can get your folgers or whatever, or you know stuff like that. And you know, that's fine. It's a good step, but this um, high quality coffee, specialty coffee as they call it, it's becoming much more accessible and, you know, there's a lot of local cafes popping up that they do their own roasting. So, you know, they're getting the green beans from, right, the farmers and such and, you know, they're roasting it and that, you know, they can, you know, make their own and, you know, helps them have better costs. You know, obviously running your own business is a crazy affair. I have a little experience, but different, uh, different industry for running your own business. But it's a cool thing, right? How you can, not you, but the world, right? Brings all this together for this cool little business that is right now a little business anymore. Coffee is so big, so ubiquitous, wherever you go, you can get coffee, right? Every store has coffee. You can buy coffee, like beans. You can buy coffee, coffee to drink. You can, there's so much equipment and stuff you could buy too. You know, you can make even cold brew iced coffee, Actually, that's one of my favorite things to to educate people on is the difference between cold brew and iced coffee. I'll do a little segment on that for you one time. Um, I think this is a cool little difference that no one really ever explains. Kind of can be glanced over in just the whole process, but that is part of the the fun of you know bringing you guys information. Um, so I think. A We'll kind of leave it at that so i can kind of chop up these episodes into bite-sized chunks that you can listen to on your what commute or walk or whatever uh, some might be longer um, some shorter but looking forward to giving you guys fun in the coffee world all right